This episode of The People of PCPS is brought to you through the generous support of Joe Fisher's office at MidState Educators Insurance. For more information, visit insurepolk.com. Welcome to The People of PCPS, a Polk County Public Schools podcast. This podcast is dedicated to telling the stories of teachers, paraeducators, support staff, students, volunteers, alumni, and all the people who contribute to Polk County Public Schools. Whether they're working in the school district, learning in our classrooms, or using their education to improve our community, the people are what make Polk County Public Schools great. Let's get to know our colleagues, our students, our neighbors, and our friends, the people of PCPS. Hi everyone, and welcome to the people of PCPS. I'm Rachel Pleasant, Senior Director of Communications here at Polk County Public Schools. The People of PCPS podcast is a special time that we've set aside just to talk to the people who make up our organization. We believe that every employee and student and parent and volunteer and stakeholder contributes something special to Polk County Public Schools. And this is a time that we've created just to tell those stories and get to know our people. So I'm very happy that today I have Jennifer Baldwin with me. She is a recruiter in our transportation department. She also spent several years as a bus driver, and now she's working to get um, other people to become bus drivers and to deliver this very important service of transportation to our students so that they can get to and from school and get the education they need to go on and be successful. So welcome, Jennifer, to the people of PCPS. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Um, So tell me about how you became interested in being a bus driver and what influences you had early in your life from from bus driver transportation personnel during your own school experiences? Well, I did not wake up one day and decide I wanted to be a bus driver. Um, I had a family member that decided they wanted to be a bus driver. And once they were in and told me a little bit about it, I decided I would give it a go. I wanted to be on the same schedule with my children and with the school system. um, And I wanted a lot of vacation time. So Mm -hmm. I figured the school bus was the best way to do it. And, Describe just your day-to-day when you were a bus driver. Like, what were the highs, the lows? What was it like to be on a bus with however many kids every day? And what did you – what was a job like for those of us who've never done it? Well, you definitely have highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of the highs is the interaction with the children. Knowing that you made a difference in in a child, knowing that you brought smiles to faces, knowing Mm -hmm. that you brought consistency to a kid's life, that's extremely rewarding. They don't get that every single day at home. You may be the first person they see. They may wake up and their parents aren't there because they're already gone to work or their parents don't see them off to school. So you might be the very first face they see in the morning. You did have a bus driver who was somewhat influential in your own life. Tell me a little bit about her and what role she filled for you. Yes. So when I was in middle school, I had a bus driver named Miss Jackie. And every single day she had a smile on her face and um, she would say good morning to you, whether or not you would say good morning back. Um, and she was just always there. You knew that you could come and talk to her. She was extremely approachable. Mm-hmm. If you had any kind of issue, you could always talk to Miss Jackie. And I mean, she would make a bad day better. Mm-hmm. She would just, how would she kind of make you feel when you would get on and off her bus every day? Yeah. So if you had a bad day at school and you had problems with all your teachers, mm-hmm. it, it didn't really matter because you knew that once you got on that bus with Miss Jackie, she was going to make your day better. Whether it was um, just giving you a lollipop or if it was playing your favorite song on the radio uh-huh. um, or if it was just letting you sit in the back and be by yourself and making all the kids leave you alone, she would just give you that time that you needed. So 
I took a lot of things that I learned from Miss Jackie and I put it towards me driving the bus now. So you mentioned that you, you know, you actually, as a bus driver, you do get the chance to make an impact for students and somehow make them make their day better and provide some consistency for them. Can you tell us without giving them any names or anything right. specific, but tell me about some of those stories, some of those those students that you felt like you really made a difference for? Um, I feel like in my with my high school kids, I used to do random things like I would go and if I was out and about and saw someone hiring, I would let my high school kid in my high school students know, hey, these people are hiring. Sometimes if I could, I would bring in applications and give them to my high school kids. Um, I would always praise them for anything that I saw they did. So if they got on the bus and they might have had a piece of artwork on the front of their folder or something, I would be like, hey, what's this? Tell me about this. Mm-hmm. Um, let me know if they brought something from Woodshop that they made in Woodshop. Um, I would always praise them and just let them know that I'm paying attention to you. I'm watching you. I like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I like what I see. Um, and the same thing for my little kids. Um, sometimes for my elementary kids, I would always say it's report card day. Who got A's? Show me your A's. Um, oh, okay. or, or even if they didn't get A's, I would say, well, it's better than last time. Yeah. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep working. Yeah. Um, and, and and what? How did you notice the kids respond like over time to the fact that you were consistent and a positive mm-hmm. influence in their lives? Like, what changes do you feel like you got to contribute to them? Into them, a lot of the kids would come out of their shell. Mm-hmm. So, especially with middle middle school kids, they're kind of in their shell in their in the in the early stages. Mm-hmm. Um, once they come in in sixth grade, they're totally in a shell, um, or they are a big ball of energy. It's mm-hmm. normally one or one or the other. So. They would come in in their shell and then but just by showing them that attention and showing them that I care and speaking to them every day, no matter what, mm-hmm. even if they were terrible the day before um, and they just didn't listen and did all the things wrong, I would always act like tomorrow's a new day mm-hmm. and we would just start over and start fresh. And they would see that. They would see just because I was standing up, just because I was yelling, or just because I started playing loud music yesterday, mm-hmm. I know that when I get on this bus, that Miss Jennifer is going to treat me like everybody else. Right. One of the things I had never really thought about until I started working at the district and interacting with transportation personnel was that buses are, they are classrooms on wheels. They are an extension of the classroom. And mm-hmm. so you are not, as the bus driver, you're not just you know, ultimately your most important job is to get them safely, to transport them safely. But you're also creating an environment Mm -hmm. where you, like you're saying, that you can influence them and that you can encourage them and you you can maybe even help them learn. Um, So you have to have some, at least develop over time, some classroom management skills. Tell us about how you you did that and you had a little a toy that you used for some of your, you know, how did you keep order and make your bus the most positive environment it could be? Well, first of all, whenever you come into the training program and you decide to be a bus driver, we teach you a lot of that stuff in the training program. So we give you a lot of tools and teach you things and give you a lot of scenarios that we've went through as bus drivers because Mm -hmm. everybody in the training department has been a bus driver at some point. Mm -hmm. So they know what you're walking into and they know what you are going to expect. Um, So that's number one. Um, The other way is we also have um, in-services every single year, um, and we have a few of them per year. Mm -hmm. Um, At one of our major in-services, they normally bring someone in to speak to us about student management. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've learned a lot from 
from those student management courses in in service. Mm. Um, they have given us lots of tips and tricks and things to watch for and things to learn mm. um, and things to kind of just that you should always just look over. Mm. Um, and then another thing is to keep an open line of communication with this with the teachers and the parents of the students. Because sometimes you show up to a school and you're having problems with this student, so you just mention it to the person on duty and they can either tell you, well, we've never had a problem out of, out of them there. So then you might want to look on your bus and see if there's a problem that you're overlooking. Mm. Uh, maybe they're sitting next to somebody that's giving them a problem and you just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Or they can say, oh, well, they give us these kinds of problems. And these are the things we do mm-hmm. to help them with this. Mm-hmm. Or you can talk to mom and they can say, well, they're they're um, a little bit upset in the car sometimes, but we, we give them, you know, a book to read or we play uh, music for them or we, you know, we give them a toy or we let them know that how long the ride's going to be or something like that. So to be a truly successful bus driver, I mean, you have to have rules on the bus. Mm-hmm. You have to say, have those rules in place at the very beginning. You have to get to know your kids. You have to find ways to connect with them. Like you were saying with the fidget box yep. or the fidget cube. That you, Do mm-hmm. you have that where you can I, show us? I do have that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, this is something that you just, you notice some of your younger students were just bored, right? And then that could make riding on the bus. Yeah. So this is the fidget cube. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can, you know, push buttons and turn things and click stuff and all that with the fidget cube. But yeah, I bought a couple of those when fidget spinners came out and then it turned out fidget spinners were dangerous. Mm-hmm. So we didn't allow them on the bus, on my bus anymore. Um, and I bought about 10 of these and mm-hmm. I realized some of my kids were bored mm-hmm. and the kids that I'm talking about came from from um, never riding a bus before. Mm -hmm. Their school got rezoned. Mm -hmm. So they had never ridden a bus before. So they didn't know how you were supposed to behave on a bus. Um, So, so, and like I said, sometimes they were just bored because they were used to walking across the street to school. Mm -hmm. And now they have a 10, 15 minute bus ride. So I bought about 10 of these. And as long as they were good the day before, they got it. Um, As long as I pulled up to the bus stop and they were standing how they were supposed to be standing and they crossed the street in um, in the manner they were supposed to, I would let them get it. Mm. So so as a bus driver, I mean, you have – that just sort of illustrates you have the opportunity to really get to know your kids and to do more than give them a ride every day, but, like, really help them be successful, like, mm-hmm. design ways that they can be, you know, good on the bus, which leads to a better day at school, right? Yes. That's So, okay, gotcha. Um, the – tell me about just the day-to-day. For someone who's never been a bus driver, what is it like to be – what's your day like? When do you start? When does it end? What do you do between runs? Um, so you start pretty early in the morning, and your starting time always varies according to where you're picking up your first student at. Mm-hmm. Um, what we try to do at transportation is always put you as close as we can um, to your home. So mm-hmm. we put your first stop as close as you can. Uh, mine was about two blocks over. Mm-hmm. So I walked over to my bus, got on, and I was two blocks away from my first stop. That's not always how it happens, but that's how we try to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So you pre- start pretty early, about 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning. You could start earlier than that. You could start later than that. It all depends on your route. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go and pick up your high school, middle school, elementary, or you only serve up one of our center schools, and you pick up all of your ESE children or children with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Then you're done about 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning, and then you have about four hours or so in between, and you go back to high school, say, 1, 32 o'clock in the afternoon, pick up your high school, elementary, then middle, and you're done about 4, 35 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So it, it varies. Um, and in between that time, you can do other things for transportation as well um, or within the school system in general. 
to make extra money if you would like to and to get to make it a full time thing. Like what? Um, you could work in our shops and help out. You could work in one of our offices and help out. Um, there were opportunities at the schools where they can go and help out with lunches. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also do field trips um, mm-hmm. in between your in between your bus run, and then you can also do field trips in the um, afternoon after school. What about just never for those? Your job is to get people to drive a school right. bus. Most people have never driven a vehicle that big. Is no. that challenging? Like, is that a? Do you have to help people overcome that fear? Yes. What about just the the basics there? How does that work? Yes, and I know it firsthand because I never drove anything bigger than a Toyota Corolla whenever I came in to drive a school bus. Mm-hmm. So I went from always driving teeny tiny small cars to mm-hmm. now I'm driving this, you know, essentially single wide mobile home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> down the highway with a bunch of kids on it. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a little bit scary at first. But in the training process, we take you out in the field and we let you see the buses and we let you get on the buses and we take you out to drive um, Mm -hmm. on our compound where it's safe um, just to get you used to it. And tell me about the training, the the duration of the training Mm -hmm. and what that process is like. So if you come in to be a bus driver, it's a five-day class. Mm -hmm. If you come in to be a bus attendant, it's a four-day class. Within that training on both sides, you're going to get student management training. You're going to learn all the rules and regulations that the Department of Education have provided for us, um, that the state of Florida and the Polk County School District, and then if you're a driver, the DOT. Mm. So you're going to learn all of those standards. and then we're going to give you as much time as you need after that to grasp all the information. Gotcha. So we won't release you um, out with students until we are comfortable and we know that you know what you're doing and you can handle this process. And I mean, you get you don't need any driving experience before that five day. You need class. five years of regular driving. experience. Okay, just your regular car. Yes, but not. Big trucks. No, or big. you don't have to drive big trucks before okay. that, but you need five years of regular driving experience. So if you got your license when you were 16, the minimum age is 21 gotcha. because that gives you the five years that you need. And in the course of five days, you'll teach me how yep. to not only operate the big bus, yep. but keep the kids well-behaved on it and get them to and fro safely. And okay, great. and we use a lot of teaching mechanisms within the classroom because everybody learns differently. Mm-hmm. And most people haven't been in a classroom in many, many years as an adult. So um, we use visuals. We use um, textbooks. Um, like I said, we take you out in the field so you can see things. Um, and then we also have multiple trainers. Mm-hmm. So you may not learn very well from me. My mm-hmm. teaching strategies may not be good for you. Mm-hmm. But then we may have another person in the building that's going to come in on a day. Um, and if there's anything that you didn't understand from me, we let them know. If you don't understand, please let someone know. We say that over and over again. And we do the same thing with our hands-on training. So if you come in for your license, mm-hmm. after you do your five days in the classroom, we take you out in the field and we put you with a trainer. And you have to do what's called the pre-trip inspection, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of lengthy. You have to n- name everything on the bus. Mm. So we put you out there. And some people can go out there and do it and do two training sessions. And mm-hmm. then they've got it. And then we put them with one of our trainers for DOT. And they're good to go. Mm. But some people need a lot of extra help or some people can't grasp it from that certain trainer. Gotcha. So we put them with another trainer. What um, when you're out there trying to get are you do you recruit both both drivers and attendants? I do. Yes. And both of those are perpetually areas of need for us. Yes. We're never fully staffed in either of those areas. So when you're 
um, trying to recruit drivers and attendants. Give me the sales pitch. I mean, why is this a good job? Why should someone? So um, some of the good benefits of being a school bus driver or a bus attendant, the, the benefits are virtually the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you get summers off. You get ho- all of the holidays off on top of that. So you have plenty of time off. Um, you get really great benefits with the school board. Mm-hmm. Um you ba- essentially have your own office mm-hmm. on wheels with a great view, mm-hmm. and your view changes all the time. So yeah. I remember I had a route that um, the sun would rise in the morning, and it was just breathtaking. And I got to ride that route every single morning. Yeah, that's neat. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And you make a difference. For, yeah, and you I make mean, a you lit- you connect with those kids, and you really, really do make a difference. You were telling me before the show started about um, some children who you had who were living in a foster setting, and yeah, could you, just to expound on that point of you actually, this is a job where you actually contribute something meaningful. Tell me about those students in particular, and without their names, of course, of course but what yeah. what difference you felt like you made for them? So they were in like a group foster home setting. So mm-hmm. they had basically rotating um, people that would take care of them. So they never had a constant person in their life, mm-hmm. but they knew that I was their constant. And I had them for about a year and a half, maybe two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they knew every morning that I was going to be there at the bus. And I could tell what happened on the weekend when I wasn't there just by their attitude and their mood yeah. whenever they would come Monday morning. Yeah. So on Friday, they would be so excited because their, you know, mom or dad biologically would supposed to be come to see them or something like that or take them here or they were supposed to get a phone call or something. And then if that didn't happen, I knew on Monday morning. I definitely knew on Monday morning um, whether they wanted to tell me about it or not. So I never pried. I always just let them know that they could come to me and tell me whatever they wanted or talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a seat next to me. The, the seat right next to me was called my best friend seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, well, you can just come be my best friend today. Um, and they would always sit next to me and they would be my best friend. And that seat was always open. Um, and sometimes they would say, can I just be your best friend today? Um, and then... Sometimes I would have to say, you got to wait. You can be my best friend this afternoon. Right now, this person's being my best friend. And they would just let me know, you know, how they felt or what happened or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. So So you have people, you know, you're out there trying to recruit people to to fill these roles. And you get people who come into the trainings and who are interested. Not everybody makes it, nope. right? Can you, what are the, in your experience, what are the qualities that are going to make someone a successful driver or attendant and not? Well, somebody who is probably not going to be a successful driver or, or a bus attendant um, is going to be somebody who is really just there for a paycheck. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one thing you can't do is just be there for a paycheck because these are people that we're hauling. Mm -hmm. Um, I was told all throughout my class, we're hauling babies. We're not hauling oranges. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you have to have a heart when you're on the bus. Um, And you can kind of tell if people have that or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the people who um, don't think kids deserve respect are the people that aren't going to make it. This job is not for you. You can't teach that. No, you can't teach them to respect children. Right. I, I do understand in older older generations we were told um, to be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the times if they have that um, that mentality, then mm-hmm. it doesn't really work out for them. Gotcha. So someone – heart and respect yeah. are the basic. Yeah. Like that's everything really, else can be taught. Everything else can flow in. Right. If you if you have a heart and, and you know to respect those kids, mm-hmm. then you're, you're pretty much good to go. 
COVID's been a big issue on buses mm-hmm. and prior to school re- reopening the district, we did a lot of, um, inform- we put a lot of information out there as far as how we were, you know, limiting the number of students on the buses to make sure that they were socially distanced, the way we would load and unload from the load from the back to the front, unload right. from front to back to minimize their exposure, windows open as much as possible, wearing a face covering. So we did a lot of the information to, to um, you know, to, as far as how we were going to protect health and safety. But how do you, how have you noticed bus drivers, even with all those precautions in place, still manage to make connections and still manage to make the day brighter? Um, have they, has that changed their way of work in some way? I don't think so because I never had to, um, touch my children. I never had to give them hugs. I never had to, you know, give them handshakes or anything like that. And really COVID is just about that. Just being safe and kind of staying in your bubble. You can still speak to somebody and stay in your bubble. So you can still give a smile. You can still make eye contact. You can still say good morning with your mask on. You can still do that being um, socially distanced. Do you think uh, transportation personnel, though, I mean, in these very strange and often scary times, the the consistency and someone who's, you know, happy to see you in the morning. We need that more than ever. Mm -hmm. We all need that. Do Do you think that's, that maybe, do you think, have you noticed transportation personnel kind of take on a new um, understanding of their importance in the lives of kids? Yes, yes, I do. Um, I think that they try their best. One of the things that we're doing so that we don't have to quarantine an entire bus, including a driver and and a bus attendant, is we're doing seating charts. Uh Those are extremely, extremely important because um, if they're sitting, say, midway on the bus, they're very far away from the attendant and the driver because the attendant should be in the very last seat of the bus so she can oversee the children and the driver should be in the very first seat. Uh So we don't want to quarantine those two over a person that was six or eight feet, you know, behind or in front of one of them. Mm-hmm. So just being consistent with making sure we do those seating charts. They're turned in weekly, uh-huh. but if we need them right away, um, a driver can take a picture of it and send it over to their area manager and we can get it to whoever needs it as soon as possible. So that's neat. So they've really, I mean, whereas before they were, their their responsibility has always been to navigate traffic and roads yep. safely, but now they're they're like they're really on the front lines of this pandemic and oh, definitely. taking those and and you've they've taken on that challenge and um you know are are eager to help. Yep, definitely. Protect. Okay, um, the one of the things that um, we always ask on this show is what what do you contribute to to the organization. What is it that you think, Jennifer, that you provide to Polk County Public Schools that maybe no one else does? Um, Well, I'm the only person that brings in the school bus drivers and bus attendants to the organization. Mm -hmm. Um, If I weren't here working hard every single day to bring people in, we wouldn't have enough bus drivers um, to cover. On top of that, I have a real passion for bus driving myself. Um, And eventually I will get back on the bus and I will be driving a bus uh, myself. So I think just being passionate about what it is I do is something I bring to the table personally. Someone hears this and they're like, you know what? I'm going to go be a bus driver. Well, I hope so. How do they go about doing that? I hope so. We are hiring. You can call my office at Mm 863-534-7298. And you can let me know that you want to put in an application. I'll give you all the details on doing that. Neat. Okay. Well, thank you for coming and talking to us. We very welcome. much appreciate it. Did you change careers to become a teacher, para, or bus driver? Do you remember the moment when you knew a career in education was right for you? 
Are you a PCPS alumnus who remembers the teacher who made you believe you were capable of great things? Are you a student who is already putting your K-12 education to work in our community? We all have a story to tell, and those stories are part of what makes PCPS great. Tell us yours. To be a guest or to nominate someone you know to be featured on The People of PCPS, fill out the form posted online at polkschoolsfl.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the People of PCPS podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or watch online at the Polk County Public Schools YouTube channel. To learn more about the People of PCPS and other Polk County Public Schools podcasts, visit polkschoolsfl.com forward slash podcasts.